Hello, Podlers. Coming up, your apologies, corrections and clarifications. Barry and Penny, I am so sorry. <laughs> I know you're not even together. You're, you're, you're the wife now, Barry. I don't know what you're doing, Penny, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Right now, well... It is time to give away a breakfast show mug. And we turn our attentions to yesterday's show team, where I think we're all in agreement. We had one of the greatest answers in five words, five <laughs> grand yes. history. Yes, we're talking about this one. Count. Um, Duckula. Duckula. <laughs> yes! Oh, 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 my day! Well done, Joe. That, that was not expecting that. Wow, that is amazing. I don't know what's more retro in retrospect, whether that Count Duckula or me saying, oh, my days. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like to listen back to myself anymore. Uh, so to win yourself a mug, all you need to do is answer this very specific question. What was the name of Count Duckula's long-suffering butler? Ooh, now, obviously, don't give us the answer, but, but Matt, have you got any idea? Uh, I, remember, I remember the old nanny, the big nanny that wandered around, but I don't know if, I don't, I think the, yeah, I don't know if I do remember the name of the butler. Emma, Glenn, do you remember the name? No, no, no idea. idea. Absolutely no idea. No. Okay. Waiting patiently is Laura on line one. Good morning, Laura. Morning, Dave. Morning, Welcome everyone. along to Morning. the show. Archiving at a law firm, wanting to get our hands on a black ceramic bad boy. Laura, if you were to win the mug, what would you do with it? Oh, I would take it to work and drink coffee out of it. Oh, wow. Yes. Laura, that's what it wants to do. Um, <laughs> so to win it, you need to tell me what was the name of Count Duckula's long-suffering butler? Eagle. Oh, and a good measure. <laughs> for good measure. Eagle. Wonderful yes. stuff. Um, Laura, you have got the mug. Were you a fan of Count Duckula? Was that a big thing in your childhood? Uh, me and my brother loved it, and it was one of those shows that we actually agreed we would watch because, you know, when you've got the kids and they're just like, I want to watch this, I want to watch this. That's yeah. what we were like. But <laughs> Count Duckula was one we always agreed United on. United the family. Yeah, lovely. Um, yeah. It ran... Ran from the 6th of September 1988 to the 16th of Feb 1993. So that means, like, the slightly older members of the team, like Matt, remember it, and, and the younger <laughs> members of the team, like myself, Emma, and Glenn, we also have fond <laughs> memories of it yeah. too. So it's, yeah. it's perfect for us, perfect for all the it, family, as Laura says. It's generational. It yes, is. It is. I can't yeah. believe we're doing such a, a, a heartfelt <laughs> deep dive on I, Count Duckula. I didn't hey, know. Guys. <laughs> I didn't know that it was a spin-off from Danger Mouse because a Duckula featured what? in Danger Mouse as a villain a few times before this and then he got his own spin-off. Quite oh. rightly so. And uh, we all know David Jason was the main voice, but Ruby Wax also voiced a lot of characters on the show. Which didn't wow. I don't want to tell you how to run your career, but yeah. as a friend, save all this for your podcast that's coming out, man. How <laughs> 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 dare you. I like it, the deep dive on Count Duckula, Ruby Wax. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's you know you could that's your crescendo you wow. build to that yeah. fact to a whole series on it. Um, listen, uh, Laura, as we've got you on, let's go through some of the things we've touched on this week on the show, shall we? Uh, okay. Do you have have you ever had a novelty ringtone? What's your opinion on that? We did that yesterday. No, I hate them. <laughs> and when everyone had that awful crazy frog song, I just uh, every time it go off, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I hate it. Um, Very passionate about that one. As Boris Johnson kind of like said that we were allowed to go out and hug our loved ones, we asked earlier in the week, have you ever hugged a celebrity? Have you ever hugged a celebrity, Laura? Can I ask you that? Uh, uh, yes, I have. So uh, 
a few years ago, I did the Manchester 10K. Mm-hmm. Freddie Flintoff was on the start line, and he gave me a hug and a peck on the cheek. Oh, nice. um, and then, but my favourite um, was when I was of late teens, um, I was at a, like a shirt signing by Green Day in Manchester, and wow. Billy Joe kind of leant over the counter, grabbed me and gave me a kiss right on the chops, and I was like, oh my God, Ooh. never washing my face. <laughs> <laughs> and did you stick to that? Did you, have you ever washed your no, face since? I have washed my face. Right. It made me, though, was very, 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 very happy. Well, I, could, I imagine so, yes. So, Laura, great having the show. You've got a mug, you've not got novelty ringtone, and you've kissed Green Day. It's perfect for 6.37 in the morning to have all of that on the show. So, thank you. Have a nice day at work. Love to the family. Thanks, Dave. See Cheers, you soon. Laura. Bye now. And there will be another chance for you to win a mug tomorrow morning. For the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. One minute they're just a babe in arms. The next minute they're sat opposite you doing the social ammunition. <laughs> it's a tear to my eye. <laughs> What's going on out there, big boy? Uh, thanks, Dave. Uh, so you may have noticed a big increase in uh, scammers at the moment. I seem to be getting those more texts from people trying to get stuff out of me. Uh, they seem to be getting sloppier and sloppier okay. the more I'm getting quite a lot of typos and spelling mistakes in recent ones I've won. Or like one saying, we need details about your bank account with a bank that you don't use. So most yeah. of them are quite obvious. Yeah. So you don't fall for them. Be careful. Um, yeah, be careful out there. Uh, a comedian called Joe Heehan has decided, decided when he gets a scam phone call uh, to uh, pretend to be a celebrity instead and keep them on the phone <laughs> chatting to them. Right. And uh, in his latest one, he's pretended to be Christopher Walken. Oh, uh, good being, choice. Being a tad upset that his internet is being cut off because of illegal activity. Here he is in action. I understand. No! <laughs> this is crazy. My internet, I need it. It's important to me. <laughs> what about my YouTube videos? <laughs> Watching them. I love them. Kittens running around being kooky and nuts. Yes, I love kittens. Did you ever watch them? Oh, so good. Box it! But then he goes on to talk about <laughs> I mean, he goes on for so long that the, the scam phone call eventually hangs up, which is always a bit of a victory. Hey. That's the way to do it. And uh, another story that's gone viral uh, over the past 24 hours is uh, a clip. I haven't watched Hollyoaks in many years. Um, and there's a clip of uh, some dialogue between two actors on Hollyoaks uh, shared by a guy called uh, Jamie, uh, who just said, what the GCSE drama is going on here? And it's a oh, clip no. from Hollyoaks. It's been shared widely. <laughs> and uh, just listen to the standard, and, and you can judge it for yourself, I think, is the safest thing to say. Finally. I was beginning to think you forgot about what did Mum said. Probably stop whinging. True. How's Trish? Heartbroken. She thought she was about to get engaged. Couldn't have been further from the truth. Well, that's made my day, that. There'll be nothing compared to what we've got planned for her. Now, if everyone could plant oh, themselves oh, as a seed yeah. and grow into a tree, please. <laughs> Dialogue you'd find in like an advert. Because, like yeah, yeah, you, you, you mean to tell me I can get cheaper car insurance with this website? Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's um it's the brothers from um well the one from Strictly and the one from Love Island, isn't it? Oh, the Pritchard, right. the Pritchard oh, brothers. The Pritchard and I saw brothers. I saw a comment the on them um, on Twitter saying I've never seen less of a bond between two actors. They're actually <laughs> related. Right, they're, so they're actually the, related. The 
the rapport, well. isn't there? They amazing. were great on, on Hunted, though. I love them, them on Hunted. Yeah, they, they really were. Good. Wow, that's amazing. Um, it sounds I, almost like a read-through, doesn't it? It <laughs> does, and they yeah. televised read-through with the Pritchard brothers. They thought it was still like a dress rehearsal, yeah. I'm sure they'll improve, you know, these things come with time. Glenn, you mentioned the daytime TV thing there the other day, yet just now, and the other day I saw a television advert in the daytime where one of the actors said, like, oh, have you thought about using this life insurance company? And the other one said, oh, yes, I've seen that adverts on the TV. And I went, what? And God, have you breaking the fourth wall at 2.30 p.m.? What's going on here? referencing themselves. in the TV that they've seen. Come on, guys. so strange. It's like in a game of FIFA when they go, oh, it's like they're playing a video game. And you go, what the hell? What are you talking about? Come on, Lee Dixon, leave it out. Stop it. Stop it now. Anyway, we'll put them up on the Absolute Radio Twitter feed so you can have a look at them uh, in action. You'll be talking about it later on our Soja Data. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. So this week on the show, we've been given a little nod to the relaxing of the COVID restrictions that the Prime Minister brought to our attentions. Mm. And as of Monday, we're allowed to stay at other people's houses. Right, yes. Please stay responsibly. Yeah. So what I want to talk about next at 8.12.15 is overstayed welcomes. How long did that friend of yours stay for when they said, I'm just going to sleep here tonight? And a month later, they now own the downstairs. Or have you popped over to someone's house and done exactly the same? Did someone come over for a cup of tea and nine hours later they've drunk all of your favourite brandy? I'm looking at you, Matt Dyson. (laughs) It's your overstayed welcomes at 8.12.15. We're getting into it next. Danger. 12 minutes past seven on your Thursday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show where we're taking a look at some of the relaxing of the restrictions COVID style and the fact that, well, this morning what we want to focus on is that we can now stay over at somebody else's house. So we want to talk overstayed welcomes. They're a terrible thing, aren't they? Mm, yeah. See, uh, my late nanny, yeah. Nanny Din, what I loved about Nanny Din, amongst many things, was that she would come over to your house and she would stand there with her door keys in her hand, so you always knew she was leaving. Right. That was her plan. <laughs> She'd come, right. I won't stay, I'll be off now. Uh, <laughs> Nan, do you want to take your coat off, put your keys down? No, no, I'll no, be... No. Okay. So th- there was never an overstayed welcome with Nanny Din. Ah, she was straight out the door. Yeah, nice. Uh, and, you know, some people don't get that message. They don't no, have that in them. They, they kind of, they, they settle themselves in, don't yeah, they? Yeah, make themselves at Hashtag home. Hashtag be more Nanny Din. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Nanny Flynn, by the way, but ah. I could say Flynn as a kid, ah, so she became right, Din, okay. and it stuck. Nice. Joining us right now on line one is Nikki. Good morning, Nikki. Morning, Dave. Uh, now, Nikki, I offered to change your name to protect your identity, um, but you said, no, it's fine, just call me Nikki. I was going to call you one of the Street Fighter 2 characters. You could have been Chun-Li or E. Honda, but you just said, no, just call me Nikki. I don't mind. I'm going to say it, because you're about to tell a story of one of your husband's friends who came to tea. That's right, Dave, yep. And uh, he's not very on. nanny din, is he? He's not got his coat on, he's not got his door no. keys in his hand, he's not ready to leave. He hasn't popped in for a quick hello, has he? Oh, he certainly hasn't, no. No, definitely not. <laughs> he uh, came round for a cuppa um, with my husband and um, four hours later of very boring conversation, <laughs> um, we got a bit fed up. So um, I nipped upstairs um, and uh, phoned my husband on his mobile and pretended to be his mum and said, I need you to come home uh, come home urgently 
uh, because um, your dad needs a hand with a wardrobe. He's got stuck behind. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, so you're pretending to be your own mother-in-law and your father-in-law's stuck behind an imaginary wardrobe and your story. husband needs to go round ASAP. <laughs> this is a great way of wrapping up his friend's boring conversation. Nice. Did he leave immediately after you made that phone call? Uh, no. No, it took 20 minutes of, of us cajoling and my husband even standing up and getting his coat on ready to, uh, to go uh, before he actually left. And, and even then, my husband had actually went into, into the car and drove away because he thought... He wow. might be waiting up at the end of the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness, Nick. What a story. As well, it's like one of those kind of um, like flipper, isn't it? What's that? Dad's been caught behind a wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicky, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show and telling us your tale of overstayed welcomes. Lots of love to the family. Dave, our friend came for a cuppa. Stayed for a week. We moved what? house during that week. <laughs> And she came with us! No. <laughs> wow. Dave, I had a friend who asked to stay for a week and ended up for staying three months. Oh. And the sign-off to that is from Gary the Walkover. <laughs> I took advantage of you, Gary. Pip says, my brother came to stay for two weeks. Four long Years. years. Wow. <laughs> Dave, I once put a mate up for what was only supposed to be a week while he sorted out a new flat. Two years later, he left with my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> That's outrageous. Wally says, it was the best thing that could have happened to me, even though it didn't seem like it at no. the time. So, wow. well done, Wally. Um, Glenn Moore... Should we have a yeah. tale of overstayed welcomes? Because the yes. WhatsApp group simply says, I may have won this, which well, I'm intrigued by. <laughs> it's purely because a friend who uh, just moved to London, we, we'd moved to London this about eight years ago, and there was a group of five of us living in, the, in this house. I and mean, then a friend of mine a few months later was sort of like, look, I'm just about to move to London. Can I have one night to just stay here? And then like a second <laughs> night to just clear my stuff out once I get a job. Yeah. And uh, he stayed on our sofa for just over a year. <gasps> On our sofa, yes. and we realised maybe he was in it for the long haul when he started to use the coffee table as a bookshelf, <laughs> and he started to like line up all his books, and it was like, okay. and also he'd go to bed really, really early, so it'd get to like eight pm, and he'd sort of turn the TV oh, off and be like, right, yeah. guys, um, I'm gonna go to sleep now. We'd be like, oh, okay, right, night, everyone. <laughs> it was unreal. The worst. He occupied your front room. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, he he really made it his own. Did he contribute to rent and stuff? Yeah. yeah. So we were like, this is actually kind of good, but it was just a bit awkward, like putting up a Christmas tree around him and stuff like that. It was, that was the only time it was like, dude, you've got to move out. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute Radio. So, here we go. Another round of radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. Hoping to do it, to finally conquer the five words, is Chelsea. Good morning, Chelsea. Hi. How are you doing? Morning. I'm good, are you? Very well, thanks for asking. Welcome along to the show. Uh, let's talk five words, five grand, shall we? Um, how successful have you been in the past? <laughs> well, um, I match more with contestants rather than um, yourself. Right, OK. <laughs> okay. The, the app, when you try and ask Alexa to play it, 
it's a bit of a catastrophe, to be honest. Yeah, it's really hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if you do have an Amazon smart speaker, just ask it to open five words game. Many people are finding it tricky, but we do know of people who are matching four out of five and have even matched five out of five. Yeah, so it yeah. can be done, Chelsea, but it's tricky. But you're playing for the actual cash this morning. Which member of the team would you most like to play alongside? I think I'd choose Glenn, for sure. Why Glenn? Um, I think he has he has the most realistic answers. <laughs> the most realistic. Yeah. The method. Like man. Count Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I did want Emma, but then she threw garlic bulb into the uh, the oh. scene and, and that threw me. <laughs> What's wrong with garlic bulb? That's a thing. That's mad. You give one bad answer and then you just taint it for life. Yeah. She threw garlic bulb onto the scene and that changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter two. Right, here we go. We're going to spin the random player generator and see who you've got. Player generator. Matt. Emma Jones. <laughs> Glenn Moore. Free choice. I hope it's Emma. Emma Jones. Yes! Oh, this is great news. No. <laughs> oh, the redemption arc begins right here. <laughs> I remember that fateful morning, Chelsea. In fact, the podcast was called Garlic Willy after that. In, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live long in the memory. Uh, so, Emma Jones, it is time to take off the headphones. We can't have you hearing anything Chelsea's about to say. OK, good luck, Chelsea. No unrealistic answers. Thanks, so much. Emma's so unrealistic. <laughs> Okay, Chelsea, here we go. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Emma Jones the same five words. If all five match, you're going to win £5,000. Here we are. Woo! Thank you. Right, let's take a look what we've got this morning. Your first word is forwards. Backwards. Nice. F-A-X, fax. Machine. Of course. Retail. Therapy. Yes. Ooh, very nice. Very realistic. Ooh, we all need a bit of that in our yeah. lives, don't we? Energy. Buy. Once more, please. Buy. Energy buy. Energy buy. Buy. B-A-R. Oh, bar. Energy bar. bar. Sorry, right. Energy buy, yeah, of course. Feel like it's the accent. Sorry. No, it's no, it's us. Bad. We're the ones who apologise, not you, Chelsea. You're doing just fine. We've just all started going, energy boy, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means, mate. Why are you saying energy boy to me up in my face all the time, Chelsea? I don't know what that means. I'm just trying to sit and have my pie and mash. You're coming in here saying energy boy, energy boy, what does it even mean? You're absolutely fine. It is us. We have energy bar, B A R, locked in. And finally, folk. F-O-L-K, folk. Um, singer, folk singer. No, F-O-L-K. Folk. Oh. Yeah. oh. I wish I could give you a word to put it into context, but obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously I can't. Um, right. 
we're going to have to go with folk finger. No, finger. Finger. Singer. Singer. It's a bad line. Matt, you're having an absolute mess. I heard bye, so yeah. It's a bad line, I think. It is a bad line. So, S-I-N-G-E-R, folk singer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what a folk finger is, but it doesn't sound like we want to be talking about that here right now. <laughs> okay, so just so I've got these, we've got energy by and folk finger. Got it. Okay, no problem, Chelsea. Your answers are locked in. Stay right there. Emma Jones is back in play. It's coming next. Absolute radio. So the time has finally come. Emma Jones has her headphones on, sat at her dining room table, ready to try and win Chelsea five thousand pounds. Chelsea, we got there in the end. Yeah, we did. <laughs> a fine set of answers, a little bit of a dodgy phone line, but uh, here we go. Emma Jones, your first word this morning is forwards. Backwards. Correct. Well done. F A X facts. Machine. Correct. Retail. Um. Ooh, retail worker. Oh. Oh no! What was it? Therapy. Oh, that's a good one. That is a very unrealistic answer, that wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Matt. (laughs) Uh, Chelsea, so sorry you've not won the money this morning. Sorry, Chelsea. No, it's been absolutely pleasure. It's been funny. (laughs) Um, Let's do the other two, shall we? The remaining two words: energy, Um, energy supplier, energy bar, and finally, folk. Music. No, we had finger. Uh, Chelsea, <laughs> said finger. <laughs> no, Chelsea said singer, which is a very good answer, by the way, Chelsea. Yeah, uh, they were good. Really good set of words. Chelsea, I know you've got two kids. Why don't you give them a little shout out? You've been brilliant on the show today. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oliver and Grace, I'm sure they're listening, they're listening at the, uh, the grandparents' house, and I'm sure they'll be absolutely ecstatic oh. just to hear me on the radio. Nice. <laughs> Hello, kids. Good morning. Hello, Nanny and Grandpa. Uh, Chelsea, great having you on the show. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Take care now. So, of course, that means we go again tomorrow. If you'd like to play, the number is 0330-123-1215. If you want to get some practice in and you own an Amazon smart speaker, you can ask it to open five words game. Five words. Absolute radio. I apologise. I need to correct. I need to clarify. 8, 12, 15. Get in touch. Anything you like under that umbrella. Apologies, corrections and clarifications. And joining us this morning on line one is Nikki. Good morning, Nikki. Hi, morning. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for asking. How are you today? I am doing good. Thank you. (laughs) So, Nikki, which one is it? An apology, correction or clarification? It's an apology. Is it long overdue or is it something that's happened recently? Very, very long overdue. It could have been a couple of decades ago, but, um, yeah, it's embarrassing. (laughs) Okay, so, um, well, tell everybody, please, what happened and do offer your apology. Go ahead. I will do. Uh, One of my colleagues was getting married. He was super excited about it and a destination from his fiancée, so it'd be a surprise on the day. She came into the office and visited him, I don't know, a few months later, and I knew her as well. 
and she walks into the office and says, hi, how's it going, how's it going? And chat, 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 and she stopped for a little bit and then uh, I said to her, oh, you're so lucky, I can't believe you're going to the Maldives for your honeymoon. And it, <gasps> oh my gosh, because the look on her face and then she looked over my shoulder to her fiancé who was about 10 feet away and I was like, please don't tell him, please don't tell him. Did oh my you? gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> And she said, she said I did it, I won't, I won't, I won't. <laughs> so she so that so you just fronted it out, Nikki. I kind of admire that in a way. Yeah, so you were like, look, I've slipped up, but please yeah. don't tell your yeah. husband to be my, my work mouth. colleague. Act surprised when he tells you, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I didn't tell him and she didn't tell him as far as I know, and they got married, it was all lovely and everything, and you know, they went on the honeymoon and everything and yeah, I do want to apologise. <laughs> OK, Nikki, well, the apology has been issued. Um, the message that you sent into Shira just popped up saying that they, they separated years later. So they that, did, yeah. yeah are no, you to no, blame no, for that as well? Do you want to apologise <laughs> for that? Was it you blowing the honeymoon surprise <laughs> to the Maldives? No, no, that wasn't my fault. That was, I don't know, that was something completely well, Are you sure he didn't fester? Are you sure he didn't go, hang on a second, we're embarking on our lives together <laughs> yeah. and you were happy to keep a secret that my colleague insisted uh, you keep? Uh, yeah. well, you know, while I, you know, inv- invited you into my place of work and you chose to, to side with Nikki over me? Oh my god, no. I mean, it could have happened. They could have been oh. walking along that beach in the oh. Maldives and he just kind of, I, she kind of got, look, I don't want to say anything, but I knew we were coming. I'm so pleased you booked this. Yeah. It's heaven on earth. Yeah. But Nikki at work, she kind of let it slip. And he went, well, why didn't you say anything at the time? And then that, that oh, seed dear. is planted. It cracks. Can you apologise yeah. for the downfall of their marriage right now on the show, Nikki? I I will, I will. I'm Barry and Penny. I am so sorry. I'm not even together. You're the wife now, Barry. I don't know what you're doing, Penny, but I'm so sorry. Well, Nikki, thank you for seeing that through to its uncomfortable end. Uh, And we'll speak to you real soon. Lovely having you making your apology on the show. (laughs) 8 to 12, 15 to Barry and Penny. (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Joining us right now is Tabitha. Good morning, Tabitha. Good morning. Tabitha, lovely having you on the show. So <laughs> I've just seen your message and I, and I love it. So this takes place at college. Now you're yeah. queuing up so that you can take the classes and opt into what it is you want to do. And you yeah. accidentally cut in front of somebody and you think to yourself, oh, what I just did was a little bit rude there, uh, which is, you know, which is nice. And then you realise that this person that you cut in front of is in your class. So mm. you do the only sensible thing, which isn't to apologise. Tell everyone what you did, Tabitha. I um, I invented a twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of an apology, you're clarifying that you don't actually have a twin sister. Yes. So yeah, tell us I... how that scene played out, please, Tabitha. So, so on enrolment day, and this is not straight from school college, this was adult education, this is older women. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the queues were massive, and my, I, I, I spotted a friend right at the front of the queue. So I thought, oh, hello, I'm in here. And, and oh, then the woman Tabitha. behind me no, no. was like, oh, I, I hope you're not going to cut in. <laughs> and I I think I said, well, I have a very important appointment. And um, three weeks later, she's sitting in my class. She she clocked me straight away. Um, and the more she stared at me, because I thought, oh, I'm going to have to sort of, you know, take her to one side and be the bigger man. But the more she stared at me, the more determined I was not to apologise. 
Right, um, okay. On the principle so, of the thing, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then we have a tea break, and right. this woman, looking straight at me, yeah. brings up the enrolment day. Oh. And I said, yeah, oh, it's so busy. I said, I, I didn't enrol during the day. I, I went during the night, but my sister did. Because I presumed reading the short few lines you sent into the studio, Tabitha, this all happened when you were like 18 or 17, yeah. but this is happening no. to you in adulthood. This is, yeah, I was like 26. <laughs> um, and, and she said, Your sister? I said, Yes, we're identical. <laughs> um, except we have different personalities and she's uh, not very nice. Right, okay. Did evil you, twin. Did you get this? You've invented your own evil twin. Evil what were you twin. studying at college? Oh, uh, it was it was like um, an introduction to GCSE math. It was called Everyday Math. Right, so uh, Everyday so, Math, GCSE level, you and your evil twin are sat there. Uh, did you... Um, did you come up with a name for your evil twin? Did you ever name her Tabitha? Uh, no, I, I, because I thought, I, as I started to embellish about what a terrible person my twin was, yeah, yeah. to convince <laughs> this woman it wasn't me, because I'm going to have to spend the next ten weeks with this lady, um, I thought, I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to stop, because I'm never going to remember... What, yeah, where you've said yes. she holidays every year and what her favourite <laughs> yeah. colour is and yeah. how far into watching so, 24 she is, yeah. Yeah, but after, yeah, um, after a while, she just stopped looking at me. Uh, so she works. either believed me or, she or you, thinks yeah. I'm... Um, yeah. Someone to be wary so, of. So, well, <laughs> well yeah. Like um, so, does this story <laughs> end with you becoming lifelong friends with the, your classmate here? Yeah. Absolutely not. No. No, okay, fine. Tabitha, let's leave it there. Great having you on the show. Thank you very much. Merry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Time now on the show for, and as promised, Matt Dyson's chest, the thrilling story so far. Matthew, it's arrived! Yes, it's here. It's so impressive. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. This chest has been found in the props department of Shepparton Studios by Ooh. someone who is a props master. Yeah. And the reason it's of interest to us, and the reason you got a DM... Ah, of course, yeah. ...is because That's it's got M. Dyson <laughs> yeah. written on, on it. it. Yeah. yeah. What what movies, what TV so shows many. could this have been in? So many. Because it was right well. at the back. So it could have been there for, like, 40 years. Yeah, it could have been in Lawrence of Arabia. It could have been in Doctor Strangelove. We need to know, have you seen it somewhere? What are you doing, Dave? Just rubbing your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Giving a quick clean. Giving a bit of a polish. Oh, thanks, mate. Stan and Ollie, says Tracy Jones. She uh, thinks it yes. might be in Stan and Ollie. That was filmed at Shepparton. We had many of these. There is, of course, a Miles Dyson in Terminator 2 Judgment yes. Day. Says Dan, the man with the golden gun. Is it the chest Ooh. that Roger Moore puts knick-knack in? Oh. Is he still in there? <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on line one is Matt Dyson. Good morning, Matt Dyson. Morning, Dave. How are you, all right? Very good. Thanks for what? asking, my friend. It's great having you on the show. Matt Dyson, you, not you, but Matt yeah, Dyson, sorry, yeah. you, you are in show business. You're in the TV and movie game. Tell everybody what you do. We build scenery for TV and film and make props. You think you've seen this chest in something because, of course, it's got your name written on it. Yeah, that's right. I think I've seen it on a film years ago. I thought we built it, but I've been through the things. We've had nothing to do with it whatsoever. 
Unfortunately. You know you're good in your industry when you can't even remember building a chest of your own name. <laughs> we have correspondence. Mm. This has come in anonymously and it explains as to why. But it says, Dear Dave, I am an anonymous employee at Shepperton Studios, which is where your chest first yeah, came chest to our came attention. Clear out of the props cupboard. Matt Dyson's chest was originally bought from an antique shop. The chest arrived to us already emblazoned with M. Dyson. Right. It was not used in the 1979 movie Yanks. Ah. Matt's chest was used for a very large, very popular Netflix production. Really? Which is coming back for a hotly anticipated new <gasps> season. However, <gasps> the bad news is that Matt's chest appearance in the Netflix show is on the cutting room floor. Oh, I'm sorry to say oh. that Matt Dyson's chest did not make the final cut. And that brings us up to date. A sad ending to one of the most exciting events of the calendar year. I'm sure we'll all agree. But we're not done there. Surely Matt Dyson's chest needs to be seen by all on TV and in film. And we need your help. 8, 12, 15. If you are in the movie or TV business and you feel you could use Matt Dyson's chest in a scene, then get in touch. Once again, that number, 8, 12, 15. And somebody already has. Someone from the adult movie industry has been in touch. Yes. I'm not sure that's where I want my chest to go. <laughs> uh, that was the text that came through. Uh, we'll call you back off air and see exactly what you have planned for Matt's chest. Uh, but joining us right now on line one is Pat. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Dave. Pat, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Uh, you reached out to me yesterday and with style because you are the director of a new horror comedy musical, which is three Ooh. brilliant genres brought together. <laughs> Could you tell everybody the name of your movie, please, Pat? Certainly. Our movie is Power Tool Cheerleaders versus the boy band of the Screeching Dead. Yes! Yes! Oh, wow. Great. Can we have a, a, a short plot synopsis, please, Pat? Yeah, it, it's kind of set in a Britain's Got Talent style kind of TV talent show. We've got a cheerleader group who are up against a boy band in the finale, but then there's a cursed amulet that turns all the boys into zombies. They blame the girls, and there's mayhem on a sort of live televised finale. That's kind of the deal. Right, so at one point, I'm led to believe that back in October, you, you wanted some crowdfunding for this. It was one of the biggest crowdfunding projects on planet Earth, your movie. Yeah, we were in October. At several points in October, we were the number one Kickstarter film on the face of the planet, which kind of blew my mind. I didn't expect that. So, Well, I mean, it's, it's, I would expect that from Power Tool Cheerleaders versus the boy band of the Screeching Dead, 100%. So um, you've, you've described it as, as low-budget... High energy. Oh, definitely. That, that's what we're all about. It's a kind of little shop of horrors, but through guitar distortion pedals. You know, that's the kind of deal we're after. Well, it's exactly <laughs> how I describe this breakfast show as well. So, Pat, let's get down to business, shall we? Where do you see Matt's chest in Power Tool Cheerleaders versus the boy band of the Screeching Dead? Can I first say, I'm very pleased to hear the full title every time. That's what I want. No abbreviation. <laughs> full title every time. Okay, um, I yeah. wasn't going to say, where do you see his chest in PTC, VTB, OTSD? That's just confusing for everybody. Um, 
So what's it? How's is it got a starring role? Is it a bit part? Is it is it crucial to the plot line, Pat? Picture this, picture this, okay. right? The cursed amulet that turns all the boys into these horrible monsters. The cursed amulet is found in Matt's chest. Oh! Oh! Yes, Big roll for the chest, isn't it? <laughs> when are you shooting? When can we get it to you? We've been, we've been uh, picking up little blocks all the way since last November. Obviously, COVID kind of threw a lot of spanners in our works. We've got another block shooting in June, uh, and I think that that would probably be the one where, where we'd be able to capture that, which would be in Rochford in Essex. OK, well, we're going to make sure that Matt's chest is there waiting for filming day. And, you know, of all the terrible things that COVID-19 has, has brought planet Earth, I think one of the saddest is delay in filming Power Tool Cheerleaders versus the boy band <laughs> of the Screeching Dead. Yeah, it really has got me right here. Yeah. Um, Pat, a charm having you on the show. We can't wait to see Matt Dyson's chest starring in your movie. Thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, Pat, and good luck with the rest of the project. I cannot wait to see that. You're going to get to show your kids this movie when they're a little bit older, of yeah, course. Does that mean we get to go to the premiere if, if, if my chest is in? Or maybe so. I have to take the chest to the premiere. <laughs> what, just like kick it down the red carpet? <laughs> just carry it down the red carpet. <laughs> like uh, the funeral procession. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could all put it on our shoulders and oh, walk yeah. it down. The four of us. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, so if you feel that you have a project on the go at the moment, which is film or television, based maybe you're a director a producer whatever you may be a floor manager get in touch if you can get matt dyson's chest on your project it's 8 12 15 it doesn't end here the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio my dad pod is back the first episode of the new run is available to download from wherever you get your podcast from this very day. It popped up on my phone this morning, Dave. Yeah. Sorry about that, Slash. You're welcome. Up. I'm a subscriber. <laughs> well, I was delighted to see it back. Thank you, Matthew. And we begin with star of Inside the Factory and MasterChef, Greg Wallace. Yes. Now, I spoke to Greg. He's got two adult kids and he's got a new little baby boy called oh, Rex. Right. And himself and his entire family all live under one roof. So once everything starts to return to normal, Greg's going to welcome his in-laws and everybody into this amazing home that they've got. And he loves the idea of that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, crazy, right? <laughs> uh, but of course, one of the things that I had to ask Greg Wallace was, do his kids critique his cooking? Oh. Do you know what a bouquet garni is? It's like uh, it's a no. bunch of herbs. It's a bunch of herbs that you, right. you you wrap together to sit. I once left that in a lamb stew, and they both <laughs> ended up with a mouthful of it. So that was the that 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 was bad. Uh, yeah, You're not getting an apron for that one, Greg. Gotcha. Okay. No, no, no. I also made a French onion soup while drunk the last time Tom visited, and it was he went. It's uh, yeah, and it was a big bowl of grey sludge. It was like it. <laughs> The croutons were all right. The onion soup was absolutely terrible. No, they, they, they won't eat it, which is, which is fine. Uh, my son, he, he cooks. He actually does really, really good roast potatoes and really good chips, my son. But they, yeah, they will they will critique. So there we go. The Dad Pod is back with star of MasterChef Greg Wallace. You can get it wherever you get your podcast from. Please do subscribe, rate and review. Thanking you in advance. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
And that's it for your Thursday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Uh, a nice piece of news from my world that I want to share with you, of course, is that the latest series of The Dad Pod is now available for you to download, subscribe, rate and review. Uh, my first guest is the star of MasterChef, Greg Wallace. Really interesting talking to Greg about parenting and garnering some of his dad vice. As I say, you can get that right now from wherever you get your podcasts from. And speaking of podcasts, well, of course, The Breakfast Show has a daily one. But what shall it be named? A live read-through with the Pritchard brothers. <laughs> Your dad's stuck behind the wardrobe. Oh, yeah. She threw garlic bulb on the scene and that changed everything. Or fork finger. <laughs> oh, folk finger. Folk finger, it has to be, doesn't it? Okay, the podcast that you're looking for, aside from my dad pod, is called Fork Finger. And uh, know this, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.